Welcome back for season three of the Experience Matters podcast powered by Arise Virtual Solutions. This show is custom made for those who care deeply about customers. Each episode will awaken your curiosity through fresh perspectives, inspire you through many of the world's most talented experienced designers, and challenge you with new ideas proven to activate loyalty. We have just what you need to be there. Be aware and be essential for your customers. And now for your host, Nate Brown. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Experience Matters podcast. I have the most specialist of guests with us today. It is our very own Jenny Gibsey. You know her voice because you hear it at the beginning of every episode. She did our amazing voiceover over for the Experience Matters podcast. Hello, Jenny Gibsey. Hello, hello, Nate. Thanks for having me on today. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, well, very, very much our pleasure. So let's do our, our one, two, three with Jenny. So Jenny, what do you do? Who the heck are you? I am Jenny Dempsey. I live in San Diego, California. I am the consumer experience manager for Appeal Sciences, where I help navigate and educate consumers on produce and all of the wonderful things that Appeal does to help the world. So that is what I do. So you are a CX scientist then? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> I know a lot about avocados. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I knew it the first time I saw you that you were an avocado scientist. So, uh, Jenny, tell us uh, tell us why you love CX. What is it about this work that drew you in? Gosh, well, at the end of the day, I really believe that customer experience, customer service, however, whichever area you're in, it's really just people helping people. And I really gravitate towards that because I always want to offer support wherever I can. Um, and that's just kind of how I've been as a person since I was a little kid. And so it's just... It just kind of felt like a natural role, even though I didn't realize that when I first started working in the industry in college, I just thought it was a part-time job that was going to you know, pay the bills while I was going to San Diego State and taking surfing class. Awesome. Uh, but, <laughs> but then I was like, ooh, I like this. And ooh, I'm kind of good at this. And then here we are, 17 years later, um, you know, worked my way up from front lines to supervisor, manager, director, and kind of everything in between. So I love yeah. it. Yeah, we've we've had kind of a similar upbringing in this work. You know, mine was postage meters, yours is avocados, but we've kind of had some similar stops along the way. And uh, it's been a great pleasure to to call you a friend. These past eight years, we met at 2015 ICMI, uh, the the first time they let me on stage, and Jenny was there and made that conference so much fun. Uh, fast forwarding the clock a, a few years later, when they had ICMI on the Disney property. Uh, the two of us nearly got arrested for busking. <laughs> that we did. That we did. Don't busk on the Disney Board, uh, Disney World Boardwalk. But we had a great time. And let's say, I mean, shout out to their Taylor Swift song. I mean, we did a great job. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. And Jeff Toyster jumped in and, and added some vocals on that. And uh, we, did, we did have an assigned Disney security guard the rest of the night. Uh, literally played an entire round of mini golf with us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> close eye on us. Yep, mm -hmm. close eye, close eye. Well, that was a, that was a ton of fun. So, I mean, Jenny, you've been such a great mentor for for me over these years. Uh, absolutely, one of the reasons I got into blogging was you and and Jeremy. The original Communicate Better blog was so encouraging for me and gave me that little bit of fortitude um, to start to to move from a, a content consumer to hey, I've learned a lot here. I, I want to start to give this gift back in the same way that Jenny and Jeremy do that. So thank you for that as well. 
Oh, I love that, Nate. And we honestly, it's so funny because, uh, you know, Jeremy and I started that blog because we liked talking about customer service so much. And all the people around us were like, okay, we've had enough. And we're like, we need an outlet. Like, <laughs> what our friends don't want to hear us talk about customer service. I thought we need an outlet. So we really started because of that. And through that, made so many incredible connections, including you. And it just like, completely changed the game for us where it became less about just talking about customer service and more about the connections and friendships that we've built and you know you are such a huge part of why we kept doing it like you're you know us motivating you motivated us in return and continued just like this you know momentum uh and and you know excitement about what we're all doing and how we're doing it and and the differences and just fun ways to connect so well, just another little bit of encouragement for everybody listening to get into the CX and customer service community, support driven CX accelerator, ICMI, CCW. There are so many people out there that are doing great innovative things. And when we allow ourselves to go beyond the walls of our office and the ways that we think and in the relationship we develop, this work becomes so much fun and so much better. We're, we're just better at it. Wouldn't you agree, Jenny? Totally, Nate. Totally, Nate. And you, I mean, you being the leader of, you know, CX Accelerator, bringing that up off of the ground, you know, out of the out of the shadows and into the world and giving that as an option for people to connect. I mean, can we give can we give you a round of applause right now? Because seriously, like <laughs> your dedication to bringing that community to life has been just like, I mean, there are really no words. Like it is just a place that I know I can always go to. If I have a question, if I have a concern, if I just want to vent, I want to, you know, look around at like an article, like I know it's there and I know you're there. And it is just like, it's reliable and consistent. And it just means so much to know that, you know, you've built that and just to recognize that you've put a lot of heart and soul into making sure we have a community to go to. So thank you for doing that. Well, that's very kind, Jenny. And you've, you have been, you've been such a piece of the heart of that from the beginning, just investing so much energy there and setting the tone of a great culture. So really thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's think about our, our main topic for the, for this interview here uh, is really important. Um, we, we have, this situation in, in a lot of our, our customer service workers today, there's a, there's a burnout thing that, that exists very much there. There's just a, a disengagement factor. There's a loneliness factor uh, that has entered in. You know, we heard all the things around quiet quitting and then even more terrifying people that are are quitting their work relationships, as, as one article put it, because they don't feel like those relationships are worth the time and energy right now. And as a CX professional, that just crushes my little heart to hear that because those connections are what generates loyalty inside the company and then outward towards our customers. Uh, so we, we've got to make those connections really strong and connect people and excite them around the ways that we're serving customers. And, and what better way to do that, Jenny Dempsey, than a great voice of customer program, uh, which, which you have done so well to help create in your organization and you're connecting employees to the work of CX, to the work of each other, uh, to into, into these great relationships, these meaningful connections through great voice of customers. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh man, thank you, Nate. And you're right. It is like this customer feedback is more than just a customer venting or, you know, sharing some words. Like it really does span larger than that because it can trickle down into so many other departments. Um, and I think that there's a huge opportunity every time a customer says something. 
Um, whether it's actionable or not, it's just a huge opportunity because how many times do we get a survey and we don't do it, you know, and how many times like the percentage of people actually like taking the time to write in uh, with feedback is very low. And so when someone does, it's it's there. It should be read. It should be acknowledged. It should be heard. And so looking at it from the angle of like, you know, I'm working with consumers who are eating the produce around the world. And a lot of the times it's like these advertising campaigns that we do, um, you know, for a new produce item in a different country. Um, and so people are seeing this and it's new and it's different and they have thoughts about it. And yeah. so, you know, I look at it from this angle of like, okay, I want to measure exactly what they're talking about. And so like, what are the topics? What are the top trends? What are the things they're saying? And I do it. I mean, it's all manual. Like, I don't I'm sure there are lots of tools out there that can do it, um, you know, automatically. And that's wonderful. But for me, I really need to have my hands in it. And so I'm going through uh, we use Sprout Social. uh, And so I'm in there. I'm manually tagging each comment and there are hundreds of thousands of comments. So every day going through these and tagging like, all right, this is for this ad campaign. This is about this topic and this topic and this topic and a subtopic. And so I'm tagging this because I know and I've learned in the past, like throughout my career, that someone from marketing or someone from engineering or someone from, you know, the product marketing team is going to come to me and be like, Jenny, I need to know about X, Y and Z. And if I don't have that available, I can't offer support to them. Mm. And so I learned that I have to be very specific. So I cover all grounds. And for some people looking in, they're probably like, you are measuring the nitty gritty of her. Like, good. The second that so and so comes to me looking for, you know, I want to know what customers are saying about or consumers are saying about taste. I can whip up a document, pull a report, whip up a document, boom. And I can actually provide comments. And I think this is a big important thing because a lot of the times different departments may just want to see metrics. How many people? Which is right. cool. Right. But the voice of the customer, which, you know, we're talking about here, what are they actually saying and how are they saying it? And being able to provide that context. And I feel honored to work on a team that that gives a crap about that and that actually wants to know what they're saying. Like, so every other week um, I create a presentation on consumer trends. And in this presentation that I give to the product marketing team and different creative teams are screenshots of comment after comment so the voice of the customer and what they're saying and it goes down to the point where it's like we love what they're saying so much we want to get that consumer's approval so we can use it on a future you know ad campaign or if it's something that's not so positive we want to know we want to ask them more questions because then we want to deliver it to product marketing sure it's one person saying this we are to product quality. We need to get that over there. And so working with these different teams and knowing that they actually want to hear this is huge. But I know that that's rare because I've worked at companies where that's rare and they're like, yeah, cool. It's one person out of 5,000. Doesn't matter. And so for me, I'm like, but it does because it's like the tip of the iceberg. You know, wow. we, this is like, I, I just, you get to this point where you know how to look out for these things and you're like, we got one person. It's like, when you see one ant in your kitchen, <laughs> there's you, more. Right, right. You know, there's more, and we've learned it. You know, you and I, Nate, both been doing this for a long time. We know there's more to it, and mm. so being able to kind of categorize the different things people are saying yes. and being able to provide reports and metrics to who needs it, um, and for them to actually want to know what they're saying and how they're saying it, and then to modify 
you know, how we communicate out to consumers on a broader level, it's huge. But again, that's not how it is at all companies. And it's very frustrating when you get put into these positions where you're like, I have all this data. Here's what people are saying. Here's how they're saying it. Here's what they're talking about. And they're like, cool, that's cool. All right, I'm going to go over here, you know? And so it's kind of like, that's fine too, whatever. We have to kind of work with what we got. But it's really exciting when people work together and collaborate and want to hear that voice of customer feedback. Jenny, I mean, what a, what a gift you are in the way that you're doing this. And there, there's a couple, there's two things that popped out as you were talking about that. I mean, I, you know how much I love Prime to Perform and talking about workplace psychology. So, you know, we, we talked a little bit about that burnout factor. Yeah. People need curiosity, that, that excitement about the work that they're doing. And they also need purpose in the right. work that they're doing. The way you're doing voice of customer can bring both of those things, the, the curiosity in the sense of, wow, we can do even better with this. This is an opportunity that's been surfaced through our voice of customer program. Now we get to experiment. Now we get to fix this so that we can serve these people even better, which is awesome. And, and then purpose, wow, let's celebrate the ways we're doing it. Well, we learned this, we changed this, and now we've impacted the lives of the people that we get to serve. And we know because of the qualitative and quantitative data that Jenny is collecting for us. Right, right. And you bring up such a, the word curiosity, I feel like that is such a big word to have when working in customer service or customer experience. No matter which way you spin it, being curious, asking more questions, seeking to understand, and really not, like, I go into every day, I don't know the answers, but I'm going to find out because the customer or consumers are going to tell me. And so that is how I look at every day. And so that curiosity factor is huge. And then, you know, purpose, obviously, we don't want to just like, I don't know, some days, sure, I want to just show up and do my work and go home. Like, you know, end of day. But there are some days where I, most days where I walk in and I'm like, I need to know that what I'm doing is going to make an impact. And and that purpose get, drives me to continue to like be curious. So I think they really work together hand in hand. So if there's a, a little bit of an engagement issue inside your organization, maybe think about your voice of customer program and how that could enter into the equation here to provide that spark for your people. There, there's probably multiple ways to light that flame, both on the opportunity side and on the recognition and celebration side. So make sure to embrace both. The other thing that you're doing, Jenny, uh, with your voice of customer process here that I love and that's so good is you're bringing integrity to it. Because what I've seen a lot of times is, is voice of customer is done in these little pockets to perpetuate organizational bias that already exists. We're, we're only going to do voice of customer when it's convenient for us, when it right. validates the thing we already want to do. You are digging in deep. You're finding trends and stuff all over the place. And you've got leaders in your company asking, why are you even looking at that? But then it's like, here's why. We, yeah. we didn't know this, but now now we're truly listening to our customers. I, I'm sure at times, Jenny, that that's inconvenient. Uh-huh. Totally. It takes up a lot of time. Like it's a lot of time. It's it's inconvenient sometimes, but it's worth it. Like there's no other way around it. I just I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things that we just gotta do. Sometimes we don't want to work out, but when we do, we feel really good. And it's very similar. It's just like you just you gotta do it and um find find what the people are saying and listen to it and make it actionable in one way or another. Yeah. And and what what integrity, what trust that brings, the fact that you're filling that void and, and personifying the voice of the customer that faithfully 
with that consistency and that cadence. I mean, it just it just must give you it must give your leaders so much confidence to know that you're there being faithful in this regard and that what customers are saying, you're gonna put the fish on the dish. You are unafraid to represent their viewpoints. And and that that courage is what CX leaders need. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate that. And I, I definitely feel very supported by my manager and my team. They're very like appreciative of all of the work and, you know, are willing to collaborate. And I kind of want to jump back to one thing that you said, you know, about like that spark and really like, you know, when we talk about feedback, especially for frontline agents, let's, you know, because I'm on the front lines on the daily basis, but I'm also managing the department. So I'm kind of doing both roles where I get it. Like it can be exhausting. Yeah. going through all these comments, you know, whether or not you're on the phone or answering chat or social media, whatever it is, it's it can be exhausting and tiring, especially when it's negative after negative and problem after problem. And mm. so having these feedback funnels created where you are listening to feedback from people on the front lines and making it easy for them to get it from point A to point B, and then they see the change happening. And I think that's huge. I've worked in teams where, you know, it's not listened to, but I've also worked in teams where it's encouraged and it's very easy to be on the phone with a customer and then to ping someone and be like, hey, this is happening or fill out a form or whatever it is. And that you see that this is going, this is, there's going to be change and you have a better way you have a solution and you feel empowered and you want to keep doing it. And you feel like you're part of a, you know, the bigger solution for problems to support these customers. And yeah. I think that creates more of the spark and that really excites people to want to do more and, um, you know, sometimes it's it's not about like, I mean, we all love getting raises, let's say that. But sometimes it's not always about getting a raise. It's more about like, I just want to be freaking heard and like the work that I'm doing to be recognized. And that can make a huge impact. And especially when it comes to feedback, because whether it's external customer service, the customers or internal customer service, we're all working towards one thing and we want to make our day to day as, you know, um, as easy as possible to get things done. And if we're not being heard, then that kind of sucks. <laughs> it sure does. And, and most organizations don't have the ability to bring that radical candor, as Kim Scott would put it, yeah. into that everyday environment where, where people yeah. have the foundation of trust, <laughs> where where you're offering feedback to me, Jenny, and I'm, I'm going to listen to it in a lens where I, I'm going to actually absorb it. I'm going to really think through this and think about how can I use that feedback to become the person that I want to become and, and a person that can serve this organization better. But, but I mean, it just requires so much maturity inside of those relationships to be able to take feedback in that way. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, we got to strive for that. Radical Candor is a great resource. Yeah. Uh, to, to use to establish that foundation of trust and to and to come at it from from the right angle with the right skill and the right communication capabilities um, to where feedback can truly be that gift um, to where you're motivating people towards uh, becoming that person that they want to become. So feedback all around inside the company, feedback from customers, <laughs> viewing yeah. that in a way where we're doing that with integrity and we're using that to fuel the the engine of innovation inside the organization. Uh, I, I feel like voice of customer is the the absolute treasure trove of a CX leader to earn the right to do the work over time and, and to truly establish a beachhead inside of the organization for, for customer experience as a strategic priority. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's so well said. And it just makes such an impact on everything. And it's 
it's not just you. I think that's a big thing to remember that while customer experience, that may be our role, we may be getting the voice of customer feedback. It goes to everyone in the company, every single person, top to bottom. And so when we think of how big a responsibility that is, it just makes sense that someone has to do it. And if that's lacking at a company, that's a super bummer and they're missing opportunities. And I think the other biggest thing is stay consistent with feedback. You know, sure, maybe if you only have the bandwidth to do it once or twice a year, okay, cool. But like, if you can do it every week or you can pull these things every day, you know, and and present them to stakeholders once a week or once a month or whatever that looks like, do that and stick with it and do it all the time. Like, it makes a huge impact and people then crave it. At a former company, I, every single Friday I had feedback Friday presentation every Friday to everyone in the team from engineers to you know, the the manager to, to everybody, you know, d- creatives, design, everything. And everyone saw it and then everyone got excited about it. Yeah. And it was just like, this mm. is cool and this is rare and I freaking love this. And if I, you know, the best part of my job, like, is feedback. If I could just be voice of customer, like, I'm in. Like, <laughs> count yeah. me in. Like, that, it, that is the best part, most exciting part because you're just looking at what's out there, you know, mm. you're, you're organizing everything that people are saying and you're doing something about it you're creating that trust between other you know teammates and um it's really i don't know it's just really exciting no you got to have people like jenny in your life you know there's been milestones for me as as a as a cx person where you know i feel like maybe my personal brand has been a little off base and and jenny is literally one of the first people i ask is like hey what how am i being perceived here is is this right is this is this way this thing I'm communicating here, and and Jenny can can come with with love with authenticity with that level of trust, and uh, you got to have somebody like Jenny in your life. Oh, thank you. You know, and and it's just I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm going to be honest and very direct. Um, you know, just because I care, and that's just kind of how I show up. And now, if people ask me for opinions, that's a huge honor. It is. And, you know, when you do, you've definitely, you can, and vice versa, I have definitely gone to him and like, hey, is this a little up, you know, or what do you think of this um, to get, because I trust that there's going to be honest feedback. It's not yep. going to be like, oh, that's great. End of story. You're going to be like, oh, no. And here it's very strategic and it's very honest and direct. And I think that's a huge component of working in customer experience too. We're not here to sugarcoat things. We're yeah. not here to just, make things fun and pretty like you were you know of course we want people to feel good but yeah. we also know with like radical candor you know and and constructive feedback in general sometimes it's not going to be things that we want to hear but that's what's going to help strengthen whether that strengthens a team whether that strengthens you know customer relationships or just our own personal growth having that honest and direct feedback about yeah this looks good but you know what here's a here's something that isn't really clicking with me how can we, you know, how can we look at this different and looking at it from an angle of improvement and and not being a jerk about it, but, you know, just improving and, and working because we care about one another. We want to see each other succeed. We want to be able to, you know, be there to offer that support. So, no, I mean, that's that's an attribute of, of the best CX leaders I've, I've ever met. Shana Kelly, Jeremy Hyde, Jeremy Watkin. It, it's that ability that you're talking about, Jenny, to to be a challenger, to be a pusher. And, and not allow the organization to become complacent and fall into the lulling tide that is inertia. 
So you're pushing based on this voice of customer stuff that you're learning, but you're doing it in a, in a manner that is kind, that is respectful, and which is motivating for the organization. We have this ability to serve our customers better, and here's how we can do that. And, and you're, not, you're not coming and beating them up. You're not, you're not that person that comes around the corner in the office and everybody's like, oh. No, usually not. <laughs> you just, you have that ability to, to excite people, to unite people in, in, this, in this work of customer experience. And I think that's one of the most important attributes of, of a CX leader. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Well, I hope I hope this has been helpful. It's been so helpful for me. Great reminders from from Jenny on so many of these things. Thank you, thank you, Jenny, for making the time and, and the way that you're doing voice of customer and doing CX to make experiences that matter. We sure appreciate you. Well, thank you, Nate. Thank you for having me here. It's always great to talk about these topics. I get really into it. And if anyone watching wants to talk more, like feel free to connect with me in CX Accelerator. Send me a direct message. Send me an email. Tweet at me. Um, I could talk about this all day. So, <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Jenny. And thank you, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Jenny Dempsey, thank you so much. What, a, what an exciting conversation that is. Uh, we, we love your heart for this work. We love how inclusive you are, just bringing people in and finding those connection points. Uh, you're, you're so skilled at being able to understand how people think and feel and, and finding that common ground to, to draw them in and, and generate meaningful outcomes for, for everybody involved. So awesome. Well, next week, uh, I guess two weeks from now on the Experience Matters podcast, we've got an amazing guest for you. It is our brand new CEO of Arise, Mohit Tukral, uh, recently appointed. And gosh, are we excited uh, for, for that. And, and we get to a very unique opportunity here. We get to come into the mindset of, of Mohit as he takes on this mantle of CEO and get to ask him some very cool questions about the way he's thinking about the future of GigCX and, and the organization of Arise and just getting to know Mo Hit as, as a CEO of this legendary company. So what, what a cool episode that'll be. So we can't wait and we'll see you in two weeks for that episode. Thank you, everybody.